Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning... Featuring Oh, baby! I got that P in the building with me. Good morning to everybody out there. Get off the graveyard shift. All the overnight dancers. Good morning to you. Are the truck drivers, carpenters, janitors, firefighters, cops, highway patrol officers. You know it. Good morning to everybody out there. Postal, uh, everybody who's working with the postal service. Who else did I leave out? Officers, parking officers in San Mateo, San Jose, you name it. And P, you got anybody you want to say good morning to? No. I took the overnight dancers away. No, you, you, you stole Sorry. my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than loving YouTube and Twitch. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. All the hitchhikers out all there. All the hitchhikers out there. Does anybody hitchhike anymore? <laughs> no, I don't know. That's a great question. Nobody hitchhikes Nobody anymore. hitchhikes. It's like a phone booth. Why would anybody pick up a hitchhiker anymore? No. After all the movies we've <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Who's picking up hitchhikers in today's day and who age? Picked up, who picked them up in the 70s? Yeah, I don't know. Crazy it's people? Like I don't know. serial killer waiting uh, to get in your car. <laughs> of creature savings dividend. Open a first NorCal first class money market today. Shout out to the Comcast business text line. Good morning to you all. We'll get back to the lines in just, se- just a second. 888-957-9570. I already see this. 650. Giants need a Kevin Mitchell type. Dude's just Ooh. sucking dudes in the jaw. I'm not mad at that. Dude, I love Mitch. I love Mitch. Mitch is the best. I love the Huggy Bear. He's such a good dude. I love him. I love him. I also love Anthony Slater, our 95-7 game insider uh, here in the Boxer Girls and Guest Line. Anthony Slater does a great job covering the Golden State Warriors. And here we go. Lakers tonight, baby. Back in business for, I guess, quote-unquote, the second half of the season. 29 games left. Warriors are 14-14 at home. What, what do you think, Slater, with the Warriors winning eight of their last 10 games? They're on a fire. Steph Curry's hot. Kamika's playing well. Clay's coming off the bench. Where do you have the Warriors? Where do they stand here in the West post All Star break? I still think they're in the the worst position of these six teams, five through ten, that are all fighting for the different pods. Obviously, because they have the worst record. Um, Twenty nine games left, so yeah, I think they have the most games of any teams. Uh, it's a like their strength of schedules. Not bad. You know, I know they have three Spurs games. They got a lot of games against uh, inferior opponents. But, you know, what do you, th- to me, like you need to at least get into the 7 8 bracket of the play in. And obviously, five or six is the target to get out of the play in. What do they got to win out of 29 to get there? Like, tw- like 20? Like 20 and 9? Can they win? Five, six? Can they win 20 to 21 games, Anthony? I mean, you know, they're at Boston. They got three Lakers games, obviously, in the stretch. Uh, you know, they play the Bucks. I mean, you know, all, I guess every game is, is essentially yeah. winnable in the modern NBA. But, you know, for the, this team to go 20-9 and nine over a 29-game stretch, I mean, it's ambitious. You will be facing teams that are tanking more than they were, right? You know, that's, that's the 
part of the NBA calendar where if you're heading out of the playoffs, you're almost wanting to lose games. So maybe they'll get some gimme wins there, but it's it's going to be a challenge. I'll say that. Yeah, but but if if they do play well and they're rolling, Anthony, at the end of the season, teams like OKC and Minnesota don't want to see the Golden State Warriors, right? No, they probably don't want to see the Lakers either. But you know, should they want to see the Suns with with KD Booker? And you know, there's a lot of danger at the bottom of the West. I mean, sure, if you could handpick your opponent, maybe you're going to hey, help the Pelicans get into the seven if you're the two seed, or uh, you know, even the Kings. But uh, yeah, you don't want to face that, but you don't want to face LeBron. So I don't know. To, to me, the way that that's the truth about it. Like the the Warriors in no way are confirmed to be in the playoffs. But once they get in, I think the West might be wild this year. Yeah, I think it will be too. I I mean, like if you're Minnesota, they're one of the best teams in the league, no doubt about it. But if they get into a series with the Warriors, how does that look? The pressure is different. Chad Holmgren all of a sudden in Oklahoma City. Maybe he's not getting those threes up late in the game. Those three games could have went either way with the Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're probably saying the same thing when Steph hit that layup in the opening of the IST tournament. So when they do get in, you know, it, maybe they can strike fear to some of those younger teams, Anthony. But I guess my question here is then, what is success for this season's Warriors team? Is it a second-round playoff berth? Is it a championship? Is it a conference finals berth? What are you hearing inside that organization that says, okay, this is a successful season if – if this happens or if that happens, what is a successful season for the Warriors, Anthony? Well, I mean, I guess that kind of depends on who you ask, right? If you're just talking to like Steph or Draymond or, you know, Steve Kerr, certainly Clay Thompson at this point, they're not going to be like, oh, you know, one round and out and we'll feel fine, right? right. They're still like having this faint idea of a title run, you know, especially at right. the stage they are in their career and life. If you were asking, you know, me, maybe a neutral observer or even, you know, a, you know people within uh, the front office, like, right. We, I think there's, you know, how does the youth look at the end of the season? Is Jonathan Kaminga still on, right. this, you know, rapid upward tra- trajectory? Does he get playoff experience? Sure. Maybe they go deep into the second round and get eliminated, but maybe coming off that series, right. you're like, geez, Kaminga is like a, a top two, what, top three Anthony, player. Anthony, what yeah. if I, what if you were Mike Dunleavy and I asked you the same question? And you answer for Mike Dunleavy. What do you think Mike Dunleavy says is a successful season uh, here over the next 29 in the playoffs? Look like a legit threat, number one. Um, have Steph Curry still look like, you know, an MVP candidate that, that for the next several seasons can maintain being a one on a title team. Um, Draymond Green staying eligible and, and productive, right? You know, going through the playoff, through all this, and still, you know, having no more uh, you know, I guess issues with the league. Uh, and then the young guys, as I mentioned, Kaminga, Pajemski, we can even go down to Trace Jackson Davis, maybe a Moses Moody cameo, like those guys looking there like they're on the ascent. And then Mike Dunleavy enters the off season with, with still a top five player in the league. And then a core below him that feels to everyone on the outside world, like they're rising where he can, you know, bring the roster together next year with this layer of youth or theoretically this summer when they might try to be creative go out and use some of those pieces to get, you know, a bulkier, better top end of the roster to go really legitimately chase down a title next season. Because I don't know. I don't know how you feel. I'm still a little bit skeptical. Like this team can go get a title. Yeah. I I don't know if they can get by Denver. We'll see how this whole thing shakes out. Your article, your piece on Pajemski, the fearless mindset of the Warriors, Brandon Pajemski. He's got a a delusion to him as the, as a title. Anthony, great piece, man. Outstanding stuff. What did you, what did you learn about Brandon Pajemski? I mean, and can you share some of the things in the article with the listeners right now? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, if, if anyone asks, like, oh, do you, like, how long did it take you to report on it? It's one of those, like, when you're just around the team, you just kind of get, you're just gathering information and seeing, you know, how this rookie uh, that, you know, I don't think looked to many people like he was going to step in and, you know, gain the type of rotational role or respect that he has. Like, how did he do it, right? I mean, he's starting over Clay Thompson. Like, he just knocked Clay Thompson out of the starting and closing lineup wow. in the last month. Um, and so there's a little bit like, you know, how is this being done? Uh, and, you know, if anyone wants to read the article, it, to me, it's just like kind of a lot of behind the scenes stories about um, how he earned the trust of several members of the organization, really with at times like the annoying level of confidence that he has, you know, delusion was mentioned by Kavon Looney within it. But, you know, Draymond told me a story that I know got a little bit of run, but it, it was just, it, it was the, um, he had sprained his ankle in preseason and he was coming back. They were just, they generated a scrimmage just for him that they were having the rookies playing because they need bodies. And Draymond commits a turnover, and Pajemski just starts like yelling at him that he can't do that. <laughs> yeah. 
And, you know, Draymond's just, like, stunned. I mean, you know, they've had rookies in the past, not to, <laughs> you know, call anybody out, but, like, you know, Ryan Rollins, Patrick Baldwin right. recently, you know, like, they, they barely are talking, right? And suddenly Draymond has a rookie kind of jumping down his throat for, for committing a turnover. And it was like, okay. You know, and I think that's the first time he's like, all right, this guy's got a, a different type of mindset. And then, like, the truth is that what what he has done, Pajemski, more than any other rookie they've had recently, uh, is winning plays. Right, yep. you know, very high assist to turnover ratio. He leads the NBA in charges, taking yeah. twenty-seven charges, yeah. uh, seven rebounds, and seven assists a game over the last month or yep. so. He's playing thirty-three minutes. Steve Kerr is inserting him to be the inbounder in key moments. Yep. Right, he has the inbound pass to to Steph that set up that game winner against the Suns. Um, you know, they put him in as a defensive replacement late. I think when they drafted him, if if you guys remember, I was like very skeptical. Like, can this guy defend? I'd say that's probably his better end of the floor right now, uh, which is crazy. So uh, it's 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 a pretty remarkable story when you think about it because you go back just a year, like he was considered like maybe like 50th overall pick on mock drafts. Like if you go back to this time last year. The, 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 the quote that Steph has in your piece is amazing. It's easier to tame a lion than to get a sheep to show some oomph. The most annoying parts about him are the greatest parts about him. He's still coachable. That's a big part of it. You can say all that stuff, but if you can't accept coaching, that's where it turns into being counterproductive. That's a huge quote from Steph Curry about Brandon Pajemski. Steph likes him. Uh, you know, the locker's right next door, and uh, right next to Steph. And you can see, I remember even in preseason in L.A., uh, there was a post game where, you know, Steph didn't play high minutes because it was preseason. Uh, and he, so he's doing like a really heavy lift post game and, and doing a, you know, uh, he's going through a real, I guess, strenuous circuit. And Pajemski's just following him, like station to station, doing what he's doing. And like, um, you could tell even in a moment, like Steph's almost looking like, yeah, why, well, this rookie keeps, he's just following me, doing what I'm doing, right? right? <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, that's like the more, more annoying parts, right? He's just like, he tries to insert himself in every conversation. He he's in the group chat, you know, like ripping on veterans and it's like, <laughs> you know, whack this little kid away, man. Like stop it. But then it's like, you know, he's he's doing it to learn stuff. He's doing it to try to insert himself, and then he's getting on the court and he's that that's the main thing here, right? It would be a lot more annoying if he wasn't just producing on right. on a nightly basis. So so once he's doing that, Steph sees look, he's helping he's helping this late stage of my career. So they've really embraced him. Let me ask you this, Anthony. We have Anthony Slater here on the morning, Russ on 95.7 The Game, FPN for Shasky. What you know about FP Sanchezlo? We'll get to that in just a second, Anthony. You get your baseball knowledge. Anthony's a big Cleveland Guardians fan, believe it or not. Cleveland Guardians. Random. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, I guess it's cool. He likes torture. He likes Major League, the movie, I guess. It I don't has, know. It has, been <laughs> it has been torture. What's more likely over the next 29 games? Steve Kerr coaching his final 29 games as head coach of the Warriors? Or Clay Thompson playing in his final 29 games as a member of the Go to State Warriors? These are the questions where you're trying to get me aggregated. Right? No, no, I'm just, I'm just having a conversation. I know, look, I don't do anything with the Twitter stuff. I leave it alone. Twitter, <laughs> Our Twitter account gets me in trouble, believe it or not. I have nothing to do with it. Blame Sam Lovman for that. I'll just say this. Uh, I would probably, if I had to choose one of those two, uh, speculatively, I would say it's more likely that it would be Clay's final 29 because. Uh, his money is taxed, and his money is a lot harder as like a Tetris piece to to fit with the whole second apron coming. And Joe Lacob even mentioning to Calico- Tim Kawakami the other day uh, that they might even try to get out of the tax. Like right. there, there's a little motivation for that. Like you know, Clay Thompson's making forty three million. He's going to have to take some type of pay cut. But you know, the Warriors would have to really have him take a pay cut if if um, you know you're going to get under the tax. So to me, there's a lot more complications there. And and there's more suitors out there that I think will be kind of uh, potentially there to steal Clay Thompson away. Whereas you know Steve Kerr, the money's not taxed. It, you know as long as both sides want to be around, it's everything Steve Kerr said is he wants to coach long term. Every time I've talked to him on or off the record, he's very motivated to continue coaching the Warriors. And you know Joe Lacob has only said and, and shown that he that he does want Steve Kerr here long term. So I think they'll come to an agreement. It's just about a, a dollar amount eventually. So Clay, if he does hit the open market. So I, I've got a bet with a couple of YouTubers here that Clay could get up to thirty million a year. What do you think Clay will demand on the open market, or what teams would be willing to give him if he does bolt from the go to state Warriors and say in Orlando, or Philadelphia, Milwaukee? What do you think he gets per year in his next year? Yeah, you know, I think look, he turned out two for forty eight, so it's about twenty four a year as an extension this past summer. 
Uh, you'd say he's probably, you know, lost some value with the season he's had. He has career lows right now. Um, and, you know, you we'll see, I, I, I would guess like the 20 range, but all you need is one team that's willing to overpay, right? Like the Rockets last, last year gave Van Vliet whatever they gave him a year. It was yeah. over 30. Yeah. They gave Dylan Brooks over 20 when I'm not sure anybody else in the league was giving Dylan Brooks more than the mid-level exception. So uh, if there is a team out there, and I know the Orlando Magic's been floated recently by, by Shams, by Mark Stein. It's also mm-hmm. something I've, I've heard. Like, if they're just, hey, like, you know, they have, if, if they generate a decent amount of cap space and want a Clay Thompson-type personality and a shooter, a, a spacer, because offense is their problem at times, in the building, um, maybe they would overpay, you know, and, and go to, to what you're talking about, like a 30 million range. Right. And that maybe that depends on how the rest of his season goes. Um, but generally, my guess would be down more towards like 20. Gotcha, gotcha. Anthony Slater, he'll be at Chase tonight. When the second half of the season gets underway, it gets the L.A. Lakers and no LeBron James. However, last time these two teams played out, it was an absolute classic at Chase Center. And the Warriors have won 8 of 10 since that double OT loss to the L.A. Lakers back on that Saturday night a few weeks ago. Anthony, continue the great work at The Athletic, man. We'll talk to you next week, and I'll see you at Chase tonight. Yeah, all right, fellas. See you. Anytime, Anthony Slater. Ah, oh, I forgot to ask him about FP. It's a big baseball. Dude, no, 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 we don't need to ask. No, no, no. What's your favorite FP moment? Fire hydrant. What's your favorite FP stop. moment? Stop. That, that one time when I was well. mixing Gatorade at the end of the bench. <laughs> that was really, really probably was one it, of my was greatest it purple? games. Was it purple or blue? No, it was green. Oh, okay. Yeah. What kind of seeds were you uh, eating? Uh, I didn't. I, I didn't do seats. Yeah, you did the dip. Yeah. You, yeah, you look like a dipper. Yeah. <laughs> like it was bad, dipper. dude. It was bad. Would you quit? The day I retired. Really? Yeah. I put a lot of things in my body. It's well documented. <laughs> but that's the worst thing. That's the yeah. one thing I still worry about today. Really? I, I dipped Copenhagen for 22 years. Oh, wow. And the day I, I said, the day I retire, the day I, it's the day I stop. And that, and then, <laughs> yeah, I can't say what happened. No, no, my no, son say. may or may not have drank a spitter no. when he was like four years oh old. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I put the nicotine patches. Oh on my man, foot. I was not easy to be around dude, for a couple I, of months. I did dip at one baseball game. It's bad, dude. Playing, and I was so lightheaded for like three innings. I was like, because I was like, I didn't know this stuff did. <laughs> I know it doesn't to you. That feeling? Oh, it's my terrible. gosh. I felt sick. It's the worst. It is. It's so, not good. Guys don't do it much anymore, so to that's good. be able good. to quit, man. Players good, good do not you. use uh, smokeless tobacco anymore. Good for it's you. It's rare that you see a guy doing it. Wow. Good for you, Which is you, good. Eddie. Very good. Proud yeah. of you, man. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. Uh, let's go to Danker in the city. Danker. Uh, all right. Oh, he's still online. He was screening his call here. Anthony said a lot. The last question there. He sees Steve Kerr maybe get an extension and Clay moving on here um, as Joe Lacob may try to get under the tax threshold. Joe Lacob's got to be thinking, boy, if we don't get out the first round of the playoffs, we have the most expensive roster of basketball. There will be a lot of changes on this basketball sure. team. No doubt. You want to win. You want to win. Who's better than Steve Kerr out there for everybody that that wants Steve Kerr out and they're saying that he, this is his last year? Well, Find me somebody better. Well, you didn't, and then you'll have maybe a little bit of an argument. You, Doc Rivers? No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm kidding. How many no. rings Doc have? No, no, he's got one. Okay. okay. Uh, Doc, Doc is... Uh, he, I like he Doc. Interview. I, no, do, but, I do like him. But no, he had an interview the other day. I think he was talking to our buddy Frankie Ice, Frank Ivesola. He said, you know, I really didn't want to take the job. I said, really? It's like, Doc, if you didn't want to take the job, why did you take the job? But that's like Dusty right now, or Dusty at the end when he was with the Astros. You get to a point... Where you're so established, the, what, you could say whatever you want. Dusty used to do that in D.C. Right. And the PR well, staff would be like, oh, no, he said they, they, Well, I knew Dusty. Hey, I knew Dusty was done in D.C. when Bryce Harper out there. Who they lose to? The Cubs? Yeah. And they asked Bryce, would you like Dusty back? He goes, well, you know, I don't make those decisions. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, Dusty's gone. All Bryce had to say is like, yeah, we love Dusty right here. Which, my knowledge, that's that's from afar. You would know more than me. I know a lot. <laughs> you know a lot. I know a lot. <laughs> and you probably knew that it wasn't working out out there. <laughs> I, 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 the owners were asking me questions, and I was like, he's the best. He's I don't the understand. They, they weren't happy. They weren't happy. Yeah, they thought that whoever they hired should win a World Series, and if they don't, we're getting rid of them. Oh, boy. He won 96 games and got fired. He got fired. It's that's like not cool, Marty Schottenheimer, 14-2 with the Chargers, just, fired. That's, that's, that's not cool. But you, if you were around last week, you know, obviously post-Super Bowl, and we'll see who the Niners hires as defensive coordinator. It's a lot of fire shade ahead calls. 
A lot of fire Kyle Shedahead, which is unbelievable. Look, Shedahead. Dude, don't get me going. Just, I don't understand that. I yeah, just no, don't understand it's just, that. It's stupidity. It's it, stupidity. Who's better? <laughs> who's better? You know, you can you say Andy Reid. Do you have a fan base that gets to a Super Bowl, gets an NFC championship, and you want the coach fired? Like, do you know how hard it is to get to that point? Do you know how hard it is to put yourself out there on the biggest stage and be that vulnerable to either win or lose a Super Bowl and every decision you make is being scrutinized as part of the job? Fired. I get it. I get it. Fired. But you lose and you're that entitled, you're that spoiled as a sports fan that you want your coach fired? Fired. That's idiotic to me. Well, it's also, I feel like you're telling me you know nothing about football well, if you want Kyle Shanahan fired. No, they, it's, you, you know nothing. Be, you're a football You dummy. literally don't know anything about football. You don't know anything. You don't. It, you can, can you be frustrated with some of the decisions? Yes. Can you be frustrated that your team didn't win the Super Bowl? Yes. But if you want one of the best coaches in the NFL, one of the greatest offensive minds in the NFL, a, a guy that those guys will run through a wall for to be fired... You're screaming at the top of your lungs to me that you know nothing yeah. about the sport. Fired! Nothing. Fire shit ahead! Nothing. Get him out of here! Same with Come Kirk. on, Ed Pete, get him out of here! Same with Kerr. You just want somebody to blame. Yeah, no, yeah. You're yeah, just frustrated about your own hey, situation. You want somebody to blame. You see Twitter, right? Or X, whatever it's called? Yeah. Fire everybody. Those are the same people that come up to you. Right. They, they probably hate you on they hate you on YouTube, Bonte. Oh. And they see you at the Warriors game. Like, Bonte, I love oh. you on oh, 957. You're the best, bro. I love true, you. You're the greatest. True story. What dude on Twitter? Fire Bonte. He sucks. I, I'll never forget this. Back in 2018, first started over here in 957 a game. Or actually about a year in with Greg Papa and this guy on Twitter, like, you ever come to the Oakland Coliseum for an A's game? You better keep your head on the swivel, homie. That's what he told me. <laughs> right? Really? Yeah. I saw the same kid. He took a selfie with me. Right? A few months later. See? It's just keyboard courage, It's just like, courage, it's, just like it, it's keyboard courage. Keyboard so no courage. Doubt. No doubt. All right, somebody says here on YouTube, Bate is washed. I am washed. I am washed. Bate doesn't yell at strippers anymore because... They all wanted him fired. Yeah, I had to say overnight dancers because, you know. Yeah, same guy's going to ask you for a selfie in an audio. Yeah, somebody, you know, you like the overnight dancers. Just say what's up to him. Uh, anyway, uh, something I was going to say. Oh, Clay Thompson, when it comes to players, and we can get to this on the other side because I know we got a break. But it's amazing to me to watch Clay Thompson not play basketball for 941 days, rehab, show how vulnerable he is, show how much he wears his emotions on the sleeve, shows how much he loves a game of basketball. And people want just like the way he gets discussed around here. It actually, it absolutely disgusts me because we want players to be loyal. We want players to wear our uniform. We want players to embrace the community. And Clay Thompson's done that. And yet it's like, get Clay Thompson out of here. Get his ass on the bitch. Get him out of here. He's done. He's just in that. The dialogue around Clay, it disturbs me. It really does. Out of all the players, the point fingers at blame, and we know what he is and what he isn't. It disturbs me how much Clay gets ridiculed around. If you want to do that nationally, if national guys want to do that, fine. But not the Bay Area, FFP. Let's get into that. I want to get into that. Let's get into that. Let's get that on the other side. Uh, We'll get to your calls here. Nick and Danker. Um, We'll get to you on the other side. That's all coming up. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromising. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is Stephen Curry, and you're listening to The Morning Rose with Bonte and The Butcher on 95.7 The Game. Hello, Dangerous Minds. Coolio. Rest in peace, Coolio. That was a random death. Rest in peace, Coolio. Had the twigs in his head. By the way, we're back on the roast. Back, 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 back. Like we never left. And get you some 95.7 a game gear right now at breakytcom slash 957. We have all sorts of cool apparel for you to wear whenever you want, win or lose, as well as some awesome gear repping the shows here at 95.7 a game. Go to breakingtcom slash 957. Warriors back on the floor tonight against the L.A. Lakers. They've won eight of their last 10, 27 to 26. The Lakers right now hot as well. They've won four straight road games. They've won six to seven. They'll be without LeBron James, but Anthony Davis has been on a heater. Rui Hachimura had a career high in Utah going into the All-Star break, so the Lakers are coming in on fire as well. It should be a very competitive game between the two teams here at Chase Center to get this second half started. Warriors 14-14 at home. Got a stack of wins at home, folks. What happened to the home court dominance? Hasn't been there this season, but we're discussing Clay, and obviously Clay went to the bench for the first time. Since 2012, March of 2012, and he came in in his first quarter, shot seven times. And he's up, scored 35 points. He's up, lighting it up, taking the most shots on the team, and he played 30 minutes, which is where he was playing at before, 28 to 30 minutes. But going to the bench, and a lot of people said this, hey, he needs to go off the bench, blah, 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 blah. But Clay's biggest issue was not finishing games. Not finishing games. So that ego there, that ego blow of saying, man, I'm not even a starter, but I'm not even finishing games on the Golden State Warriors. I've helped this team win four championships. But the dialogue to me, FP, has been discussing is supporting Clay Thompson. His fans, I'm thinking, man, this is one of your guys. Two leg injuries. Got hurt in the NBA Finals game at the height of his powers. He comes back after missing 941 days, all that rehab. And yet some of the dialogue this season about Clay Thompson has just been nasty. This guy's a legend. He's a statue guy. He's one of the four championships. He's one of the best players in organizational history. Yet you hear some of the stuff about him, and it's just, it doesn't sit well with me, FP. It doesn't. So, Paula Abdul, what have you done for me lately? Yeah, I mean, a little bit of that. Oh, $43 million gets paid $43 million. We got paid before the Achilles tendon tear. Why do you think this is? I, I have my reasons, but why do you think there's so much uh, polarization with him? I don't know. I don't know. When he's been a low-maintenance guy, he's been lovable clay, China clay, toaster clay, in-the-boat clay, drop-top clay, <laughs> embracing all the youngsters clay. You know, I'm not sacrificing bleep clay. I'm scaffold clay in New York City just walking around, and all of a sudden I get interviewed by a local news station. I'm talking about the scaffolds and, and all that stuff. I mean, I don't know why. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I mean, he's very vulnerable and authentic in his quotes. Don't we want that in our athletes? Yeah, but then we get it, and then we use it against them. Right? We, we want our athletes this to be like, straightforward and frank and tell us what they're thinking, and he does. I will say this, Bonte, and, and being on the East Coast for a long time, I haven't been around the whole, the whole dynamic. Right. What I see sometimes, and I think lends itself to criticism is he doesn't look like he's having fun playing basketball mm. at times. Like he's just got that deep look where he's so frustrated this year. Right. And he just, I think fans gravitate towards Steph with the smiles right. and, the, and that what he does after he makes a three pointer and Pajemski looks like he's having fun. Clay looks like he's working a lot. And I think fans see that and they think, well, mm. is, is he, is he having fun? Like my dad said, he doesn't like Clay Thompson. Wow. And my dad loves everybody. I'm like, why? He goes, he just, he looks like he's mad all the time. He looks like he's bitter all the time. Right. I just don't like how, how, alo- his body language, how aloof he looks. And so your dad like, wasn't a big Brenda Bell fan then? No, I, I don't know. I, didn't, I never asked him about that. But yeah, probably. <laughs> he doesn't like body language. But like my dad's a coach. Like he, right. he, he gets it more than, right. than, than most people because he's coached for a living. So he said that. I'm like, really? I, I like Clay a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know why he gets criticized so much. I, th- I I think what he's done recently has made me like him even more. The fact that he's wrapping his arms around 
not being a starter at the moment. Mm-hmm. I, I think they'll go with this until they don't go with it. I don't think it's permanent. Mm-hmm. I think if he keeps throwing in 35 a game, he's going right. to start, dude. I don't know about finishing. I don't know that... I, I don't know about that. And that's been, that was big, my big talking part. I remember we did this Warrior Summit. It was Willard, it was Dibbs, it was Stein, it was Goose, myself and Shasky. And my biggest talking point, because everybody was focused, they're so focused on Chris Paul. Oh, is he going to like coming off the bench? He's never come off the bench in his career. So that's not going to be the problem with this team. This team is going to be who's finishing games. Right. And Wicked said early on, as long as we're winning, I don't care about finishing. That's what he said. But, you know, deep down inside, he was like, I should be finishing this game. Kamiga, obviously there was a problem with playing time and not finishing, especially that Denver Nuggets game in which the Nuggets run off a 25-4 run to come back and steal a game with a Jokic half-court heave off the backboard. I was at that one. That was a crazy game. But Kamiga doesn't play the final 18 minutes, and he throws a sneaker, and he goes to Shad Sharani of the Athletic, or his agent does, and the story gets blown up. Clay Top, Chris Paul, same thing. I'm not finishing, or I better finish. And then you get to Clay Thompson. Hell, in the NBA Finals, game four, Draymond's on the bench in the fourth quarter, and he told us on the podcast, yeah, I'm still not happy about that. And if we would have lost, you would not have heard the end of it. So then you get to Clay Thompson. And after the Brooklyn game, he's all, you know, he's in the locker room like, man, I, I don't know, man. So he, he has been in that place of darkness, trying to reclaim what he had. And maybe he doesn't get that back. But the body language was bad, and look, moving forward over the next 29, I think it's a game-by-game process here, FP. Watch who finishes these games and who doesn't finish, and who's going to be able to handle that. It doesn't matter if you start, though. But, but It doesn't do, matter if do, you start. Do, to do, me, it doesn't matter. It's about who's playing the last five minutes. Does it matter to them? I think it does matter to if them. If they start. Uh, for some, maybe. Hearing your name in the bright lights, being on the floor to start. I think for some people it does matter. Maybe for Clay, I don't want to psychoanalyze him. He embraced coming off the bench in Utah Thursday and he dropped 35. Now that's one game. He's a sensitive dude. I remember when Barkley said that stuff about him that he's no longer the same player. Last year he was sensitive to it and right. commented on it. This year saying that he doesn't care what people think, which means he absolutely he cares, cares what people what think. People think. Oh, yeah, no I think we all care what people think about us to a certain extent. It's just a matter of how much you care about it. Uh, I think that he just puts himself out there. He seems like a dude I'd want to hang out with off the court. Right. He seems like a dude that's super authentic, and that's yep. what I think I gravitate towards is a guy that's just keeping it real. Uh, I'm root for him, man. I don't think I don't think we all realize how hard it is to come back from any injury. Right. We just act like you're going to get your hair cut. And okay. like, oh, Brock Purdy. So, so take he me just, through rehab. Dude, rehab's rehab. Take anybody me through. What did through, you rehab? How long did you have to rehab? Dude, I had I had a broken kneecap with with shards of my kneecap because I got hit by a pitch, went into my patella tendon, and oh I kind of buzzsawed my patella tendon. The, the 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 chips, the bone chips that were in there. Who hit you with the pitch? Oh man, I can't. I I'm trying to think. Um, I, I can't Damn, remember. You don't even hold a grudge. You don't no, even remember. No, I'm just drawing a blank on the name. I'm getting bad with names. Yeah, you're getting OG. You're OG status now. It was an Asian pitcher for the oh, Mets. So I'm trying to think of his name. Oh, right was now. it? Um, he threw cutters, and I went to okay. bunt, and the, and the ball hit me in the kneecap. Oh, boy. Broke my kneecap. I played half a season with a broken kneecap. Wow. Trying to, like, drug up and take pain pills. Wow. Uh, but, yeah, the rehab from that, like, the surgery itself, everyone just says, oh, he's going in for a scope. Oh, Brock Purdy's getting this. Like the rehab and the intensity of the rehab, not just to get back to work, but to get back to the highest level and play mm-hmm. against the best athletes in the world and to just keep having to do that. And you start from, you just, when you're going under anesthesia mm-hmm. and you're having a surgery, you don't know if you're ever going to play again. Those thoughts go through your head. Like when the last thing you think of when you're going under anesthesia and you hear your heartbeat go from beep, beep, beep to beep, 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 because wow. you're just like worried yeah. about going under. And then when you come back and you can't walk and you see your muscles atrophied and your leg looks like your forearm and you're just like, how am I going to get back? And then you go do the work and it's five days a week and mm. it's it's stuff that makes you throw up because you're working so hard. And then you're just trying to get back. And for Clay, to all the injuries that he's had to get just to get back there, right. all the work physically and I think more importantly, mentally of not just not knowing. And then they tell you you're good, test it out. And you're scared to test it out because you don't want to go all the way yep. back to the beginning yep. and go under the knife and come back. Yep. And to have the confidence to to use it like you used to use it, whether it's your legs, whether it's your arm, whatever it is, and to have that confidence to let it rip. 
where their guy had Tommy John surgery right. and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. right, right. All of the, the it's more about, I, I, I just think we think people are, Oh, he had surgery and he's back. He's like there's just so yeah. much that goes into it, right. man. There's so much from just the mental aspect. Is it more of mental it. than physical when you're going through these rehabs? Because Clay both, Thompson dude. went through 941. It's both, and he, it was, he was so mentally rattled by the injuries. They go on to win the championship, six games at Boston, and Clay that next offseason says, "I'm not playing five on five. I'm gonna do individual workouts because I fear something happening in the offseason. So it's more mental than physical, no doubt. Well. When you have an injury and you miss time like Clay did, you don't feel like you're part mm-hmm. of the team. You feel like you're you're an outcast. No matter right. how much he's done, no matter how many rings he's won, when you're on the injured list or the disabled list or whatever they mm-hmm. call it now, you, you, you just feel like an outcast, like you're not part of it. Wow. And then for him to fear getting hurt again to, A, go through the rehab, go right. through the surgery. Surgeries are painful, man. Mm-hmm. You come out of surgery, anybody that's had surgery knows this. You come out of surgery and the medication wears off, like you're in tears. Right. To go through all that again, to go through the rehab, to build himself back up, to feel like part of the team, to be able to know that it works again, to test it 100%, and all that he went through to get back. He don't want to wow. do that again ever. Wow. Ever. It didn't have to play at a championship level, right? <laughs> Not just any level, a championship level. Right. That's, that's a lot. Wow. So and I just I I feel like we're just so desensitized to oh he had a successful right. surgery. Like what's what is the unsuccessful surgery? Right. Do you ever say that? <laughs> Where you no. didn't come out of anesthesia? <laughs> like is that unsuccessful because right. you, you yeah. So I don't know. All successes all surgeries are successful. To me the most important part from an athlete's standpoint is who you have during your rehab. Like who is your rehab therapist? Who's your physical therapist? Are they are they going to put you in a place where you're going to get better quicker and then be able to strengthen everything around it so that you can use it to the highest That's good. highest potential. Well said, FP. Well said, because I don't think a lot of people like myself who haven't played pro sports and our rosters out there listening, 888-957-9570, don't always get that perspective of behind the scenes going through rehab. And I don't think people understand how mentally taxing that could be. Now, with Clay Thompson back coming off the bench, how can this help the team? Because at the end of the day, it's about wins and losses. Like we, we can talk about player psyche, and I'm I'm with that with Clay Thompson. I think we need to be vulnerable to what he's gone through here. And look, he's one of our guys. He's one of our guys, one of our statue guys. If we're not going to support him, then who the hell is? You know what I'm saying? We got to protect our guy here. I'm not saying wait, well, Paul Pobs to pass out hard slices or whatnot, but you have, at some point you're going to need Clay to win big games. The spacing he provides, even if he's shooting 37 percent from three, just watch the clips. You watch a game at P. Teams are saying, we cannot leave Clay Thompson wide open. We still fear that he could knock down 14 threes in a game against us. Teams still fear that. You don't think Utah did on Thursday night? They're like, oh, boy, Clay's back. I was sitting with my guy who works, I'm not going to reveal his name, but he works with the L.A. Clippers. And he asked me about Clay. He goes, what's the deal with Clay? I said, man, I think Clay's still a damn good shooter. He goes, oh, the rest of the league does too. Trust me. We're very intrigued to see what the Warriors do with Clay Thompson. This is a guy from the Clippers watching games from afar saying that guy's still a threat. So if the Warriors want to get to where a lot of fans want him to get to, which is second round, third round, finals, whatnot, they're going to need Clay Thompson's shot at some point. You're going to need him to start shooting better. You're going to need his spacing to help Kamiga and Wiggins and Pods get to the cup, help Andre Moncrief, and have another shooter alongside Stephen Curry. Because there's some games here over the past couple of weeks. If you look at the box score, it's Steph's 9 of 18 from 3. And the team is 10 to 37. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I like when Clay lets the game come to him. Yeah. I feel like sometimes he forces it. And if he's got the mentality based on his quotes where he just wants to win and do whatever it takes to win, then that's the attitude where the game comes to you. And maybe even coming off the bench, too. Mm-hmm. You don't have to force it. Come mm-hmm. off the bench. You got an open look. Take it. But sometimes he frees, it looks like he's forcing. Like he wants to prove right. to himself, he's, maybe he's got to scale back. On he that. wants to prove to himself right. that he's still got it, right? And in proving to himself that he's still got it, he's forcing it. Yeah. But if he knows he's still got it, and you look at it from a I just want to win standpoint, right. I'm okay with coming off the bench. Now you're letting the game come to you, mm-hmm. and I think I'm, I'm interesting to interested to see how it goes again tonight. Yeah, him coming the off the bench. Come, so that's a storyline. Why, is, why isn't LeBron playing again in the injury program? Oh, he's got an ankle or something. Did he hurt like it in the All Star game? Yeah, he just I, got I all these so. days off, and he yeah, played in the no, All Star game. It's kind of and he's not playing tonight? Yeah, yeah, he's not playing. It's it's a little weird. Maybe hey, I'll take, it. I, I'll would, take would, it. Would you have taken him as a warrior? Oh, 
I mean, all that that flirtation. He said he didn't know about it. Come on, dude. You run, oh, you well, run LeBron, the Lakers, bro. Dude, you LeBron, run the Lakers. LeBron's, you probably were texting Steph and tampering. As the kids say, big cat. Or at least at least Draymond. Big cat. You don't think Draymond knew what Clutch? They're texting. LeBron James, get Clutch your, Sports. Get your they ass They knew up. exactly. Yeah, yeah. They knew exactly. What was going Show on? Show me here? the cell phone. Show me the text right. line. Right. No, they they were texting each other. Like, I mean, dude, you need Le- to be a warrior. What now? What I want, LeBron. See, what people don't understand, LeBron on the court is still very, very good. And I'd warm up to LeBron on the court. I would too. But there's everything that comes off the court with LeBron James. Like what? You cover Bryce Harper. I did. You cover some of the greatest athletes in your profession. Barry Bonds, for example. Yeah. You'll take the greatness. But even then, with Barry, without social media, there was a lot going on with Barry outside of the baseball game. Right. LeBron James, there's a lot going on outside of the basketball game. Like there's what? a passive aggressiveness. There's the leaks. There's the tweets. There's the, hey, yeah, we just got to play better. Hey, we got the guys that are like, he had a quote a month ago saying, oh, I know Brody James could play on his team. I know that for a fact, and that's embarrassing for some of our, like, wait, what? Brody can't play in the league right now. First of all, that's a lie. Until you're throwing your teammates under the bus. I see LeBron James throw his teammates under the bus, get guys traded left and right. Coaches get fired. Do we want to deal with that in Dub Nation? There's going to be a report from Clutch every single week. But don't don't you have to, like, become a new good teammate when you go to a team with resume and stars like the Warriors have? And for a short little burst here at the end? And how would that championship feel to Warriors fans if LeBron James came here and they won number five? Oh, it'd be crazy. Would you feel feel dirty? A little bit. Would you feel like, oh, no, it's a championship, a a parade's a parade? I would feel... I feel kind of dirty. I feel dirty, and <laughs> I'm like, I want Steph to have more rings in him. I don't want him to have the oh, same yeah. amount of rings with Steph. I don't want him joining Steph. Once you give in to LeBron James, it's no longer your organization. It's LeBron James's organization. He's selling your soul. You're selling your soul. I want to beat LeBron. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I don't want to joy forces with them. Well, you can't because they ain't playing tonight. And he just not. played the All-Star game. They, they, he looked fine to me at the All-Star hey, game. Hey. Well, until I turned it off. Yeah, until you turn <laughs> yeah. off, so I don't know what it looked like. I didn't have watch the second in the second half. Uh, let's go to Daker in the city. Daker, what's happening, man? You're on the roast. What's up, guys? FP, great job this week. B, great to hear you back. Um, yeah, and let's not, you know, let's not forget how long would Kerr stick around if LeBron was there. Like, I don't know if that worked out too well either. So, with Clay, um, B and I have that same mutual friend. Uh, he, I mean, he knows what Chris Paul does to teams. He knows what he's talking about. And when it comes to Clay, it's like, this is the way I see it. I see him as being potentially the next big shot, Bob, Robert Horry. If we get the right pieces, we need a center to unlock Steph so he can do his John Stockton game. A center who's a true scoring threat. That's when you have the big shot, Bob, opportunity. Look at the teams he was on when he won. You know, Robinson, Shaq, he had centers that created enough interference, you know, drew the uh, defense away, so he was just by himself. I think that potentially could be a dynamic if we get the right pieces moved and, you know. Anyways, I think Clay still has a lot of miles ahead of him. He just has to be used correctly. And then it's just like when I when it comes real quick to the Giants, one, one question for you, FP. I think baseball needs to allow MLB draft picks. It helps the off-season marketing. They need something for their saturation again, you know. Because if I'm a team, what if the Giants couldn't get Buster Posey? You know, that was a huge centerpiece that really glued everything. If you could, if I'm a team and I know what I need, I kind of want to take that gamble. I think it's good for the sport. And this is crazy. And I've been saying it for a while. You saying trade lottery picks? You saying trade draft picks in baseball? Yeah. Oh, I didn't understand what I you were saying. I think that would be 
Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I just think that'd be good for the game. So, so I, I'm I'm doing a, a trade deadline deal, and I get somebody from the Brewers, for instance, and a second round pick in next year's draft. He's gone. Yeah, that's what he's, he's saying, gone. right? Yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. I don't. I don't know about that. I, I, <laughs> dude, I, it's weird. Like I, I, I don't get into the draft in in, in baseball at all. Nobody does. But I, you I don't know what? Care about it. I'll give MLB Network credit. The way they presented the MLB draft, I think, is really cool. Who's the former GM who works on MLB Network? He was with the Colorado Rockies for a long time. Who? Dan O'Dowd. Dan O'Dowd. Dan O'Dowd. Yeah. I think. He, I think he provides analysis for these college picks. He's like your Mel Kuyper Jr. He's really, I'm telling you, check out when the MLB draft happens this year. Just watch like 30 minutes of it. All right. The first 10 picks or whatnot. The presentation, they've definitely stepped their game up when it comes to the MLB draft. I'll give them credit for that. Right. They've tried to make it a big-time event. They've had the kids there. Yeah, but, they've had the prospects there. But, it's tough, though, to keep up with these kids. Vontae, you ain't going to see them for four years. Nah, I know, I and, know. And when you watch know, the NFL draft, you're gonna that, that's going to impact your team next year. I hear you on that one. You watch the NBA one. draft, that's going to impact your team right next away. year. No doubt. You watch the MLB draft, this kid might not make it out of A-ball. Oh, I get so it. So I'm going to invest time at about oh, some yeah. punk that ain't going to make it out yeah, of A-ball. No, I hear that. sign for $2 million bucks. I'll just talk about the presentation <laughs> and getting drafted. You're right about that one. Hunter Bishop, I'm still waiting to see play. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I. Let me know when they get to the big leagues. Yeah, and, and then, I'll, then, then I'll I'm be super concerned about their careers. Let's go to uh, Nick and Cupertino. Nick, what's happening, man? You're on the roast. Yeah, I wanted to ask about Kerr, uh, but first, quickly, like the various sports hall of fame about Brian Sabian. What? What? What the hell? Did we dump that? Did you dump that? What? That was weird. He wanted, he, he wanted to talk about Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson on the phone, and then then they come on and, and do stuff like that. I don't understand. Wait, we did do, dump that. Who, who, who are we supposed to keep out our names out of the mouth? Wilson? Who's Wilson? <laughs> what? Sorry, Wilson. From Castaway, the volleyball? <laughs> keep, keep, keep Wilson's name out your mouth, dude. What? Oh, volleyball, man. he's still floating around out there somewhere. Stay, Do you have the, can you find that, Sam? When he's screaming Wilson comments? Yeah, I, <laughs> Wilson! I'm sorry, Wilson! Uh, oh, man, I don't even know what's, what. All right. Uh, let's go to uh, Adam in the city, man. I don't know how we recover from that one. Adam in the city. <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> What's up, Adam? Yeah, that was a little weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, one thing that I wanted, like, FP kind of touched on it that's, like, still interesting about, like, Clay's, you know, forcing and things. And we've been watching this ever since he came back, right? I mean, the championship year, we saw little glimpses of him, of his old self. But the whole mental aspect that it's just, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, I don't remember Clay being this type of player pre-injury, like the forcing the shots, the just taking awful shots. Like he wasn't that player. And coming back from an injury, it's like, you know, he's got to prove it to himself type of thing, what you guys were saying, but it's like it's making you take some awful shots. So I'm just like, is that it? But the, the main question that I wanted to ask, and I'll, and I'll, I'll get off the air, is uh, – are you a little bit worried about Chris Paul coming back into the rotation and what that's going to do to Bajemski's minutes? Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be the same thing with Wiggins last year and Kaminga because Bajemski is balling. Like, I do not yeah. want to see that man off the it's it's definitely a concern, Adam. He's not going to play in front of Pajemski. Come on, dude. You got to look toward the future. You got a young kid that's like blossoming right in front of your eyes in the Rising Stars game, and you got a, an aging superstar. That's seventy-two years old. He's not going to play. The minute Pajemski makes a mistake in crunch time, what's Steve Kerr going to do? I don't know. Let him play. I think he's going to rely on the veteran. Chris Paul doesn't turn the ball over. He, does Pajemski turn the ball the right. over? I know he, he takes like some. But no, he doesn't. But then defensively too, where 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 do you need to be? Remember the Utah game. We could have been playing overtime. We interviewed Pajemski right after the game. He was still sulking from that, that, that wide miscue, open that wide open three, not playing it, yeah. being out of position there defensively. I don't know. It's a great question, and it's something that's going to loom here. Chris Paul's a Hall of Fame talent. He's a Hall of Fame mind, and you talk about a guy who commands respect in the locker room. I think Chris Paul's been great for the youngsters, especially Pajemski, be great for Kaminga, but he will play. 
He will play. What does that mean for Bajimski? What does that mean for Kaminga? I have no idea. But Chris Paul is going to play, FP. Come on, dude. Steve Kerr has been rewarding guys with minutes based on their performance, almost like a college coach at times. And if, if you're getting the job done and you have a formula right. that works, you ain't changing it, dude. I hear you that. won eight out of ten. If yeah. they beat the Lakers tonight, they lose the Lakers tonight, then I don't know. If you're rolling and you're heading in the right direction, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. No, no, I'm no. with you. It's, it's, it's Kaminga and Pajemski as long as I, they keep you would doing think that. Yes, you would think that. But boy. Chris Paul will have a what role. What has he done this year, though? Like Chris he, Paul? He's played, he hasn't turned the ball over. He's played smart basketball. Right. He's probably been a great influence off the court right. to the younger players. Right. He might be a great coach someday. He's still got game. Like It's right. not like he's a bad player. But like if I got a 20-year-old and a 21-year-old, no, I'm, I'm and I'm looking toward aging superstars maybe at the twilight of their career, I, I have to think about the 20,000-foot the, the view here. What about the uh, playoffs? You get to the playoffs, and you're in a situation to win a game and close a game. Are you going to close it with the 21 and 20 yes. year old, or are you going to do it yes. with Chris Paul? You dance with, the, you dance with the girl that brought you. Oh, like absolutely. That. If you get to the playoffs with these guys and they're I, playing I, the right way, yes, I'm absolutely. With, I'm with you. Because that's even a bigger part of their development. I'm with you, but I, I do have a feeling that Steve Kerr thinks differently about that situation. It's very intriguing to see what happens. Chris Paul is probably not coming back for another 10 days to uh, 10 to 14 days, but. We shall see what happens. I I do get concerned about that. If Pajemski goes through a little bit of a rut, he gives Steve Kerr every excuse and every reason to play Chris Paul a little bit more. He will play. How much will he play? That will be determined. We'll, we we shall find out at some point. But I do. I'm not going to lie to you, FP. I do get a little concerned with that. No, I know, and you should. And I understand why. Let's just put it that way. I understand why. I understand why. Because yeah, sometimes I guess fans would say that. <laughs> Guys aren't rewarded for good minutes. Now you and said, playing the right way. This is funny. Our boy uh, Zucci Main. We just saw him at our breakfast. Zucci Main. He's a knockoff Gucci Main. We love Zucci, but he says, "Does ninety-five seventy game feel dirty for citing FP?" Nope. We want greatness. <laughs> so that <laughs> is definitely a reference. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, I, I am probably James. as good as the, uh, I'm good at radio as LeBron is at basketball. I think you yeah. are. Yeah, I yeah. think you are. Uh, yeah. You'll be a radio Without Hall of Famer. Are you yeah. in the Sacramento Sports Hall of Fame? No. I'm feeling well, champagne going down the crack of your ass. No, I got no Hall of Fame. <laughs> You're not the Sacramento Hall of Fame? I did get my number retired in AAA, though. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That is, did you go to the ceremony and everything? I did. Where was it at? In Ottawa, Canada. They, they don't have a <laughs> no team. Way. They don't have a team anymore, but my number's retired <laughs> got, in case they I do never, have a team again. You got a free trip to Canada. Eh? Dude, I, never I, never been, I did. I never met anybody in the AAA number Hall of Fame. You're pulling my leg here. Number 24. <laughs> number 24. It was, on, it was on the fence. AAA Hall of Fame. It was on the fence. Oh, my God. I was in AAA for so long, I got my number retired. You, is that something you could brag about? You go too far? Hey, no, man, not really. I'm in AAA Hall of Fame, no, babe. No, dude. That's not, not something to brag about. <laughs> I would brag awesome. You know, AAA, I didn't make it to the bigs, but you know, they do have my number retired yeah. in AAA. Crash Davis. <laughs> I mean, hey, your number's in a raster somewhere. That's still pretty cool. That is. Number 24. Oh, it's go. my no, favorite seriously, number. They don't have you in the Sacramento Sports Hall of Fame yet? No. Matt Barnes just got it. Why would you be up there? I don't know why they just took Matt, they just took Matt Barnes off the pre and post game show. I saw. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think we won't get that on the air. Yeah, yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna we're yeah. not gonna test that one. Yeah. That's an off air subject. Yeah. Uh, I do love me some Matt Barnes, but um, he just got inducted to sport, Sacramento Sports uh, Hall of Fame. We need to get FP up there. Get FP in there. Stop. Because you got the Bayonet Sports I, Hall of Fame. I, Brian Sabian's finally I, getting in. I don't want John Taylor's finally getting in. I don't want to water down any Halls of Fames. Come on, FP. No, we're good. Come on. Give yourself good. some credit here. No. Uh, let's go to Coach Hall down in San Diego. What up, Coach Hall? Good morning. Hey, good morning, fellas. Monte, long time no hear from, man. Um, I I got a question for you. But first, I think with the Clay Thompson piece, if he's able to take less money, and I, I would never ask nobody to do that, like get your money by all means, I think that gives us way more options to, you know, get a, a second star maybe or really open, it'll open up for him when Chris Paul comes back. I think Dario will benefit as well. And I can see that second unit with the Chris Paul Clay Thompson, Dario, like extending the lead or, mm -hmm. or hell, getting us a lead uh, oftentimes. And then, like, my second question I wanted to ask, 
I was thinking last year, man, we it would have been a good shot to repeat because the West wasn't as strong as it is now. And I think if we gotten past Denver, we probably would have swept the Heat. And I wonder, did we miss that window? Like they were having a debate: is LeBron or Steph who has a better shot at winning, you know, another ring before they they bow out? And I wanted to get your take on that. Yeah, um, depends on the roster around them, right? Both the Lakers and the and the Warriors are nine ten right now in the Western Conference. So both have their struggles. And the Lakers got swept by the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. The West is very, very strong. It's as deep as I've seen it. I don't know how great it is, per se, but it is. There's a lot of parity there. and There's a lot of good basketball teams out West. It depends on what the Warriors do this offseason. You know, who wants to pair with Stephen Curry? Can they make deals? Money will be off the table. Do they resign Clay? Chris Paul, the team option, probably opt out of that, and he becomes a free agent. He walks. Then you got the Kaminga extension looming. I don't know. I don't know who has necessarily the better chance. They're both still playing at a high level in terms of Steph Curry and LeBron James. So they are still attractive pieces in terms of for guys of free agents. Like, dude, I could go play with Steph. He's still dropping thirty a game. He's still shooting over forty from three. He's still cooking dudes left so and right. So Warriors the too, man. So Warriors. And it's the Warriors, the second valuable, most valuable franchise in all the sports. Let me ask you this, Bonte: Is there any scenario in your mind that you can see the Warriors winning a championship this year? Any scenario. It's tough for me to envision it. I feel like Bate in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium in the third quarter of the Super Bowl. I just didn't see the Niners winning. <laughs> I was just like, I just don't see it happening. Dude, I was having negative thoughts. Yeah, too. I was having a lot of negative thoughts. I, I was, was in a very, very dark place. Well, what I was thinking is, obviously we're switching gears a little bit here, and I was thinking they're making too many mistakes to win. You have to be great. You have to be great. And, and your superstars have to be superstars. They have to be, and they weren't. They played good. Yeah. They weren't great. The other guy's special. Yep. They played good. But yep. they were making, and, and we yep. shouldn't have that many, oh, oh right. my God, no, oh. Like the, the, the punt off the foot. Yep. And yeah, no, the missed extra yeah, point I mean, was the was one just, that really still gets me because oh, I hate man. kickers. And it just still gets me. <laughs> even once from Michigan? Yeah, even once from Michigan. <laughs> you got to make an extra point. Remember, they, like, he hit the middle of that football and it was a low yard. line drive. He hit 250 plus yarders. That's a change everything. We're like 17, th- oh, 16, 13. Dude, like, you, you see, you know what's funny? Before the kick, Lubman and Chassis sit next to me. I go, he better make this kick. Because I felt something fishy was in the air. On the extra point? On the extra point. Every I'm extra literally point, yelling. Didn't he make every one this year, but yeah. he used every bit of the yeah. 18 feet, 6 inches of the yeah. uprights? Like, yeah. like yeah. It, There was never one right down the middle. Right. No, it was bad. Shed a hand on the sounds of the game, too. What happened there? What? 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 He wasn't even looking. And he looks up, he's like, what? Unbelievable. But dude, I see, dude, I see the Warriors. And I hope Steph Curry's listening because he loves the doubters. Steph Curry, I don't see your boys winning it right now. Does he Not listen right to you? now? He didn't listen to you. Does he oh, listen? He, he listens. He Driving listens. in? Oh, he listens. At nine in the morning, he Steph listens. listens. He's a golfer, too. He listens. Oh, that's true. Steph Curry, what, so one time this season, I saw Steph outside. I was talking to security guard, Yusuf. He's a really good dude. And we're talking. And Steph comes by. What's up? Hate goes, don't you got to get up early in the morning? He goes, oh, wait, it's Sunday. Never mind. You get to sleep in tomorrow. He knew my schedule. He knows that I'm a loud mouth. From six to ten, <laughs> he ain't they know. Ain't they know. They listen to Steiny. They listen. Dude, hey, the players listen to that. You no. know, Bryce Harper even said it. Your boy Bryce even said it. Yeah, I'm gonna drive it in. Listen to ninety four WIP. The players are listening. It's true. Yeah, come on, if he, they That's listen, true. right? What are they saying? When you're behind the scenes, and they're like, "Yo, I just heard this cloud on ninety five seventy game." Say that I'm washed up. Well, do the post game show. They used to listen driving home last year. They would tell me you know what you're talking about. I like listening. Wow. Dude, the best compliment I get, get the drip thing ready. <laughs> Willie Mays told me, listen to my show. No way, Willie. Yeah, dude. Uh, He's like, I listen to you. I love, I I listen love to you. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember the first time I found out a player listened to a show. I was, I was with the great Martin Lurie and Javi Lopez. I'm in a clubhouse, and we're talking about trades, right? And I was asking, I was doing this podcast, uh, triple play podcast, my boy Cody Pasby. We do like nine items or whatnot. So I one week, one week we were like, hey, it's trade deadline. So I'm going around the clubhouse. What's it like being in trade rumors or your for your family and everything like that. Javi Lopez gives you some great answers. Turn the mic off. Say, hey, Javi, thanks so much. You know, I'm a young kid, wet behind the ear, looking to, you know, get, get into the business. And Javi goes, hey, man, um, you sounded good last night, man. You sounded really good. I told Marty that the other day. I was like, wait, you listened? I got I to watch what I say. He goes, no, 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 no. You can criticize this all if you want to as long as you keep it professional. But you sound good, my man. And from then on, I was like, 
a lot of the players listen. So I tell Shasky all the time, I was like, you think they're listening? I was like, oh, yes, they're listening. They're not listening. They're listening. Call they us know if you're listening. Steph, not... Steph, give us a call. <laughs> no, Steph, don't give us a call. Yeah, Steph, give us a call. Don't right give now. us a call. 888 <laughs> you know, 957 9570. Hey, Steph, if you call the show, your Q rating's going down, buddy. I'm advising you, do, do not call. Bonte, you know this better than anyone. You can be critical as long as you're not personal. Exactly. And you have to show face. Yep. There's nothing worse than sitting in a little room like this, being critical and never going to the ballpark. Never go to the game. Or never going to the game. Yep. You got to show face. You got to go to the locker room. And then, and then if you show face and you're there, you give them an opportunity to come up to you and say, like, I heard what you said last night. Right. That's not true. Yep. So the, the reason I would, and, and Dwayne Kuyper taught me this at an early stage in my career, that you just go in the clubhouse every day and stand there. Yep. Just for about 10 minutes, yep. and you give them the opportunity to say, hey, I heard what you said about me last night on air, yep. and then that never happened to me once because I'm super positive. I try to keep it positive, but that, that, that lends to your credibility. Right. So no, I, I've, you I've can traded criticize, Draymond, yeah. but, but be available. I mean, I've, I've traded Draymond Green about 100 million times on this show. You know, we all have, right? We all love Draymond, and we hate Draymond for what he does sometimes, but that's our guy. Draymond's our guy. And on the court this year, and I've been consistent with this, on the court he's been great. Great on the court. Except for that one time when he choked somebody and then yeah, punched I mean, somebody. And then that's the one time. That wild swing. Other than that, other than those two things, he's been great on the court. Yeah. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. I'm over here stirring the pot. Yeah, stirring the pot. I'm going to leave it alone. But there's times where I'm like, Boy, I just traded Draymond Green this morning, and he's our post-game interview on television. I'm like, I just traded this guy at like 7.30 in the morning. What's going on here? He just drops a triple-double. But Dray, no, like, and Dray's cool. The players are cool as long as you keep it professional and not, you know, be all personal and calling dudes out and left. I've never – that's that's messiness. Those guys have families. They have lives too. But, no, it is weird, though, when you say something on air – that you're critical or you're like, oh, man, I got to run around him. Like, I wrote a story. You feel guilty. I feel guilty. I wrote a story. City College of San Francisco football team has been good for ever under George Rush. Now he's retired. Jimmy College coaches. He's got a couple of national championships under his belt. But City, when I was a sports editor on a school paper, our headline was, bow, not beaten. City College drops to one and three. First time they lost three games in a season. In 20 years, and it was like the first month, and they were on the front page, and they did not like it. I didn't walk around that gym for a week because I was like, God, oh, these football players are looking for me. Coach Rush is not happy. They were ticked off. But I spun it. I was like, hey, look, you're such a big deal. Think about it. You haven't lost three games in the season in 20 years. So it gave him that perspective. It's like, it's a big deal. It's a story. And you're going to see me around. I'm going to be around every single week because I guess previous writers will write stuff and never show their face or never give the sports team's coverage. And from that moment on, me and Russ became like best friends. Because you're a pro. I tried to be. You handle that like a pro. I tried to be. I got criticized the first game I did on air in D.C. Opening day, my first year, they didn't even introduce me. I had no press, con- no like going to morning show, no, no PR. It was just no opening day. Here's FB. Here's FB. Most people had no idea who the hell I was <laughs> if, if I even played. So this article comes out in the post the next day about how the new broadcaster was timid. He didn't. He didn't articulate his thoughts well. He was this. This. It was just a rip job. Yeah. So I go down the clubhouse the next day and I find the reporter and I look her in the eye and I say, Hey. A lot of your points you made were right. I go, I was nervous. It was my yeah. first game. For some reason, my partner had the windows closed of the booth, so I felt like right. I was doing it remotely. Right. Like I wasn't even at the game because it was cold. Yeah. And I, I probably wasn't great. I said, I just ask you this. If I do show some improvement throughout the year and I get better, will you write an article that I've improved? And just like have both yeah. sides of it. And she agreed, and then she did that. Wow. And she loved the fact that I went up to her face-to-face right. and was a professional and said, like, I kind of understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Uh, but it was one game, and I'm doing 162 this year. And to just base my performance after one game, baseball is an everyday sport. Right. If I get better at this, right. will you chronicle that too? And right. she said she would, and she did. Wow. So, FP, no PR release. No, like Cold we're sitting turkey. down with the A's, Mr. Carey, uh, Jenny Kavnar. She's announced they got all the tweets and everything like that. FP just goes out there on mass and, and is like, hey, I'm FP Santangelo. <laughs> <laughs> to the wax, They're like, did, to he, the did he even market. play? They didn't play. No, you didn't play. You so, didn't play at so all. So Chris Carey's a good kid. I'm yeah. friends with his dad. That, that's fourth generation broadcaster. Is he got a twin brother? Harry Carey. He's a twin brother, right? 
Yes, he has a twin brother. He's a twin. Right. So and they, I, I met them last year in spring training, the brothers, and they were just you know grinding the minor wow. leagues, and now he's a big league broadcaster. He's a big league broadcaster. Yeah. Although some people may say the Hayes aren't a big league team, but hey, we're not gonna we're not gonna. Dude, it's a big league job. It's a big league job. By the way, you're listening to 9570 Game, KGMG FM, and AC1 San Francisco. Slug out of search 9570 Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union. Upgrade your savings dividend. Open a First NorCal First Class Money Market today. Shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. And what's coming up on the game? Brought to you by Safeway. We're going to get into more Warriors, some Giants. We're going to just kick some things around here. 888-957-9570. We're going to write a tat tat some things with FP Angelo. Let's do one. The broadcasting aspect, the professional aspect, everything that goes into it. we got FP. we got to take advantage of it here on the morning roast. He's got eight hours of sleep. He looks refreshed and rejuvenated. <laughs> Where's Lubman at? I haven't heard from Lubman all day. Where are you at, Lubman? Well, I'm saving it for the uh, show call later. Oh. <laughs> he's all talked out from yesterday. He's st- he's still he's still crushed that you crushed him on the air earlier. <laughs> no, with Shasky. No, I did tap into Final Five with Shasky. Fast Five. Fast Five. Excuse me. Fast Five. Shasky goes on like a two minute monologue about God knows what, and Lubman comes in for forty five seconds, and Shasky just rips him. Wow, that was the longest Fast Five take ever. I'm like Shasky, you just went three minutes with your final thought. This is the Three same minutes. guy who, you know, made Mike Florio not want to come on the show for several months after Shasky got yeah, him for talking too long. We had to kiss Mike Florio's ass and he to buy his I, book. I, a book came in this weekend and it goes, did you buy a book? I was like, no, I haven't bought a book in years. Oh, you got the book too? I got the book too. Yeah, mine came yesterday too. Yeah. Dude, you, you, you talk for four hours every day and then you go do another two hours on TV. Have you ever met a guy in radio that doesn't talk too much? We all yeah, talk too much. Talk. I, mean, I have why, to catch myself in public right. like I'm talking way too much. Is that why we're stuff. in radio? The job is literally talking. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, pro, I, did, you see my, did you see my Twitter? It just says... F.P. Santangelo, pro talker. <laughs> pro talker. That's what I put it. I'm pro talker. <laughs> pro talker. Some yeah. people build stuff with their hands. We build stuff with our mouths, you know, and the people who build stuff That's with their hands weird. do more. Yeah, I'm going to leave that alone. Yeah. Just so you go break. I'm yeah. going pa- to say pause on that one. You keep building stuff with yeah. your mouth, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pause on that one. Right, that's a bad visual. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going there, buddy. <laughs> not even going there. Let's just break. Break. Break, break, break. New Doobie Award. Longest final thought of the year. Joe Shasky's the leader of the clubhouse. We're going to move off of whatever Lubman just said. Gosh, you've been in mouth. South Beach oh. too long. You, you, stuff you, with their bi- mouth. you build it with your yeah. mouth, Sam. You, you build go build things with your mouth, I'll Sam. You've got a pretty mouth, Sam. You go build things with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> not gonna. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.